If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode contains explicit language that is not very good for tiny ears. So if you're with your kids, put your headphones on. Take it away, Mom and Dad. <laughs> it's time for the show to go. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Us. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Yo, what's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. If you're new, if you are joining us for the first time, we provide real help for real couples, and we don't mess around with the bullshit, stupid marriage advice. We get real, right? We've lived it. We know it. Take advice from us. Thank you very much. Today, we are answering a question from a listener. It says, I keep cheating on my husband. What is wrong with me? Mm. I recently cheated on my husband for the second time and told him about it both times, even though I didn't want to. But the guilt is eating me alive, especially because I really didn't or even want to or mean to cheat, whatever that means. Like, this is literally what she has written. I'm right. not saying whatever that means. She but, wrote that. Yeah, okay. We are just starting to get over the first time, which was two years ago, and some guy at my job gave me too much attention at the wrong time. My insecurities made me crave attention and affection when I'm at my lowest, something I've come to learn about myself as well, which, mm. makes, me fe- which makes me hate myself that much more, especially especially knowing that I have such a good man that would do anything for me. This makes me feel more like a piece of shit. He forgave me, but I'm sure he won't be trusting me for a very long time, rightfully so. And I'm willing to do anything to gain his trust and loyalty again, but it just seems like I keep doing stupid shit like messaging an old text, having a casual conversation, which my my husband found out about. Um, This gets really confusing at the end here. Mm -hmm. So she says, I... Wanted to see, I wanted my husband to see that I could have a casual adult conversation with the opposite sex, but I know an ex wouldn't be ideal. But she did it like to kind of prove a point, is what she is saying here. Hmm. Um, uh, But we always had a good vibe, but I can't continue with it knowing it upsets my husband. So here I am giving myself up to someone who hasn't fully given himself to me in the aspects of marriage and hasn't proposed giving me a ring or even having ceremonies, but we both were pretty chilled people. But we keep having the same conversations that end the same way because how I feel about certain things in our relationship don't matter is what I feel like sometimes. That's what the sentence says. I know cheating is not the best reaction, but sadly, it's the one I know best. What's wrong with me? So she says oh. she's married. I mean, I'm, I'm so confused. Well, yeah. The bottom, I'm assuming she maybe wanted to marry this other person. Right. Yeah, maybe it's an ex or something. So, okay. Sister. Two, yeah, Sister. Two perspectives. One is the therapist perspective, where I will be highly empathetic and trying to understand. I'm and not a therapist. I won't. <laughs> yeah, I know you won't, <laughs> uh, which is great. That's the that's the dynamic we got going. Uh, uh, highly empathetic, trying to look at it from all angles, taking an objective view, and then knowing some stuff about addiction, not just substance addiction, but also sex addiction and stuff like that. There is something unresolved. I just went into coach mode. (laughs) Dang it, I didn't even try to do that. Um, There is something unresolved in you that you haven't figured out yet. And you're like, okay, no shit, Seth. I know that. But 
if you say that you're willing to do anything in this, then I am really going to hold you your feet to the fire on that. If you are willing to do anything to fix that, like we were mm-hmm. in our shit show, <laughs> then let's see it. As a therapist, okay, go get hooked up with a wonderful therapist, a female therapist, because mm. I think the way that your attachment style is, mm-hmm. any attention shown, any gratitude shown by another man, and it's not gonna you do go whoop, you are laser beamed into that because that is meeting either a core need or trying to heal, falsely heal, a core wound mm-hmm. that you have, maybe from your father, maybe from somebody else, maybe from your husband, Something like that, right? Mm-hmm. This goes back years and years and years and years, just like all addictions do. Drinking, sex, porn, uh, what else? Gambling. It is all Weed. an attempt to a to put a Band-Aid on stuff. And let me tell you, sister, the biggest lie that you're believing right now is thinking that you can have mature adult relationships with other men. That is bullshit. You can't. That mm-hmm. is like saying someone who has had chronic alcoholism going on being sober for like six months and going, I got this. I can I, I can right. drink a beer. Which is typically when uh, people become re-addicted. I just finished reading Unbroken Brain, which is all about addiction. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating. And it talks about this idea that like that is the relapse period for almost everyone. And she was talking about like heroin and mm-hmm. crack. She was addicted to everything. And she's like, I always used again when I had been clean for six months and thought, I can handle this. Right. And so, I mean, it's, it's that same thing, like thinking that you can manage that, that just may be something that is literally not in your future ever. And let me tell you, having struggled with alcohol and having times of like, oh my gosh, what, what is this? I, 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 it's, it's, how about this? You don't, well, maybe you do in some things, I guess. Um, you're changing, your thinking changes completely. You're like, oh what is going on here? What kind of person am I? I hate myself. Why can I not, why can I just not drink? Or why can I just not have sex with someone who is not my wife or my husband? What is wrong with me? Then you go in this shame cycle, mm-hmm. right? A lot of it has to do with shame, with therapist talking. And then when we're shamed, internally shamed, right? Or maybe there's an external voice coming, shaming too, right? From your childhood for whatever, that's just yapping a thousand miles an hour. Then you go, Fuck it. Why not? Why, Why yeah. wouldn't I do Why this thing? I and even, then you yeah. then you go to the thing mm-hmm. that you hate, but that thing serves a purpose. Mm-hmm. It temporarily gets your mind off what you're feeling. And then guess what? The cycle happens again and again and again. Which if I was going to put this in alcohol language, because it's it's easier to understand. I think alcoholism, mm-hmm. well, alcohol is the number one drug, whatever. If I put this in alcohol terms, I would say you are 100% an alcoholic. You have crashed your car multiple times. You have had multiple DUIs. You have lost jobs and you have lost relationships over this and you feel like shit, but you can't quit. (laughs) That wasn't supposed to rhyme. (laughs) Um, And you hate yourself for it. You have to completely sever all your ties with alcohol because the lie is, well, I can quit for a while. I have control over this. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you don't. Right. And it is running your life yeah. because it is putting a Band-Aid on some core wound that you have. And there's, I mean, 
everything has to change. Mm-hmm. Everything has to change in your marriage. And especially because your husband is kind and a good man and accommodating, it makes you even hate yourself more because you're questioning right. yourself, what the F is wrong with me? This is a good guy. He takes care of our kids or he loves me or he took me back twice after I cheated. What am I? And if you don't stop, I promise you, you will do it again or something else way worse will happen. Yeah. Like something you don't want to. Like there's, there's, a, there's a spiral that goes, uh, goes. And trust me, I deal with chronic alcoholic folks, homeless, almost, well, not every single day, three to four times a week, right? I see the very end of their addiction and they've been in it forever and they aren't getting out and they almost can't get out. There's a 1% chance they can, right? But without a complete 180 of everything and a, a, full, a full audit of literally every thought, every action, every reaction, every response of their life, they're not going to get out of that. So if you are literally willing to do what it takes, I know I'm talking a long time here, then get your ass in counseling with a female counselor. Go to a uh, go to um, uh, there's there's a, actually sex anonymous groups, which I don't know that. I mean, hopefully they're all female because I can see that going sideways really quick. Yeah. It's like, hey, I'd like to have sex. Oh, OK. You so, too. <laughs> right. Right. It's Fancy like it's like here. having a drug dealer in a, uh, uh, right. a narcotics anonymous group. It doesn't work. Do coaching. Surround yourself with all this stuff, because if you're not bullshitting yourself and you're true with us then that's is literally what it's going to take. Right. So you can go to betterhelp.com forward slash us. Like that's the, we partner with BetterHelp and mm-hmm. you can find a specialist who actually, a therapist who deals with infidelity, with all of these things that you're dealing with. Like this is nothing new in the world, which means you can get all the help you need. That's mm-hmm. the good side of this. Um, I'm going to take Seth's part of this and I'm going to kind of turn it on its ear a little bit. And I'm going to encourage you to imagine what a life of wellness and health looks like mm. after all the shit you've done. Now, I like that. I think you need a target to aim for. You need to know what a healthy version of you looks like. You need to know what you want to look and feel like in a year from now. Because if you don't have a target, you will wander around aimlessly without a goal like most people do. You'll and you'll just continue to screw it up. Right. And I'm not trying to say that to be unkind. I'm not trying to say that to be rude, but that is the case of all humans. We are just are creatures of habit. We're creature we seek pleasure all the time. That's why if you have a a, a kitchen fully stocked with food, all of a sudden, oh, how the Doritos end up in my hand? Weird. Right. Our body, body, not brain, our body, not thoughts, our body is seeking any kind of pleasure. So and I think it's very important to understand what Seth is saying that you're seeking this behavior as a coping mechanism for either an old trauma, a wound, something you lacked, something that you wish you had had, um, and you're not going to stop seeking it You're unless you do it on purpose, unless you intentionally say, I'm going to heal that. I'm going to dig up and get to the root of whatever this thing is, mm-hmm. and I'm going to cut it out like a cancer because that is literally the only way you're going to stop doing this cycle over and over again. And I will say this. I think the proving to my husband that I can have adult conversations with men is a bullshit lie you're telling yourself because you want to do it. That's yes. the, that's the vibe I catch from this. And I'm going to be harsh on you because I don't care. And I think it's better for you than being soft on you. Uh, that is a total lie. You are saying that to try to tell yourself, well, see, I mean, I'm not, 
I didn't cheat. I'm not like, you're just saying that because you want to get close to this guy and you want to text him and you want to have those dirty thoughts and you want to be inappropriate. That's what you're doing, right? So if someone tells me I'm an alcoholic, I really want to get clean, but I want to prove to my wife that I can go to the bar and only drink seltzer. (laughs) Like you're an idiot. If that's what you're doing, that's a move an idiot makes. Mm -hmm. Don't make an idiot move. Okay. Be strong, smart, brave, aware, awake, right? And that waking up sometimes looks like, whoa, I really want to text this person because I feel horny. Ooh, I don't want that. That's not what I signed up for. That's not what I promised my husband I would do. I need to be an adult and go, I'm not going to pretend. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to pretend that me texting this guy is some sort of evidence that I'm a good wife or good person or an adult. I'm going to kick my own ass and not do that Mm -hmm. to prove that I care about my husband. And if I'm going to write in all caps, I will do anything to make this work. That's the anything you got to do, sister. Right. That's why 75 hard, and we talk about that often, works. (laughs) No, we talk about it when you're on it. Oh, sick. Yeah, sick burn is right. So y'all, for the next 75 days. So I'm on it right now. You're going to hear about 75 hard. Right. However, this is the fourth time. I've completed it three times. But the point is why this why 75 Heart and other programs work so good for hundreds of thousands of people because there are clear, very direct, black and white, the mm. black is black and the white is white boundaries and delineations for the time frame, the objectives every day. And if you don't do one, it is complete failure. Mm-hmm. You start back over, right? right? So... Two of the things that keep my ass on track like hell. Is that even a saying? It is now. It is now. That keeps my ass on track like hell. It's probably one I learned at a gas station where I worked when I was 14. Just keep my ass on track like hell, man. No, like say like a Southern saying. Oh. Think of one. I love Southern sayings. I'll think of it later. But the point is, okay, for for me, which keeps my ass on track like hell, (laughs) is the absolute no alcohol. Yeah. And a diet. A predetermined diet with no cheat days, no delineations, nothing whatsoever. You do this. That is the only way. And then guess what? I don't think about it Mm -hmm. because I swear. I swear. When I am not on 75 hard, the, the option to always eat ice cream. Or a scone. Or a scone. Or get a beer on the way home from work. And a brownie. And a brownie. Bakery Nouveau. Ooh, what's for lunch today? I don't know. A giant sandwich. Oh, oops. Didn't pack a lunch. I think I'll go get a mega sandwich and a scone. Right. If I have the option, I will do it. Just like you will. Mm -hmm. Just like you will, lady. If you have the option, you will do it. Don't bullshit yourself in that. There There is a clear yes and there is a clear no. Right? So for the next 75 days, I encourage you, I'm not talking to any ex, no matter what. If I am flirting around on Facebook or this a guy instant messages me. Or I'm going to close and shut off and get off of Facebook for 75 days. You won't die. Yeah. Like, I swear, every addict that I've ever talked to says... I mean, I don't have a problem. I mean, I, I, I literally can quit whenever I want yeah, to. Yeah, I can quit I mean, anytime I want. One time I went two weeks without it. So, I mean, I, it's It's fine, not a big deal. Right? It's not a big deal. Just ruining right? my entire life. One of my professors in, when I was doing addiction stuff uh, in school um, said one of the things that 
addicts say to each other is, uh, so when is the last time you quit? Mm. And I didn't understand that at first. Mm -hmm. But then like having struggled with alcohol, mm -hmm. like say, you know, like getting like super drunk and feeling like shit the next morning is like, oh, that is it. I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. And then you go a week mm -hmm. and then, oh, somebody's birthday. Your friend calls up. Oh, we have a house party. Oh, it's the 4th of July. That's a, okay. It's fine. And then guess what? The ha it happens all over again, right? So when is the last time you quit, right? Mm -hmm. So first of all, you have to admit you have had somebody else's penis in you more than twice <laughs> since you've been married. That's a funny way to say it. Well, was it in or not? It was in. Macaroni sounds. Yeah, I'm making macaroni sounds. <laughs> if you get that joke, then... Super thumbs up to you. But anyway, And we're that's terrible it. people for laughing at this. I, I apologize. I said that I was going to do 75 hard. Did I drink alcohol? Yes, I fucking failed. Mm -hmm. Oh, but I'm, I don't do anything I want to. I, but my husband says I can't. Oh my gosh, please, please. And I'm saying this from a perspective that has been there. Mm -hmm. That has been there. I know when I bullshit myself. Melanie knows it. Your husband knows it. I mean, maybe he's got a problem and is like, well, yeah, he doesn't trust you. No shit. Right. I wouldn't yeah. trust you either. Mm -hmm. Right. You don't trust yourself. Ed Milet talks about you build self you build self confidence, you build self worth by keeping the promises you say to yourself. Mm -hmm. If you say, hey, I'm not going to have another dude's dick in me, and then you do, you're a piece of shit and you know it. Right. You know it to yourself. You know it to yourself. And right. that is the worst. That's why you hate yourself. That's why you feel like shit because you're not keeping the promises you make to yourself. If you say that you will do anything you want to, that anything it takes, then fucking mean it this time. Mean it this time. Not for me, not for certainly not us. You don't even know us. Not even for your husband, but for yourself. Because if you don't, then you're going to cheat 500 more times and hate yourself every single time. You're going to get a divorce. I don't know if you have kids or not, but you're going to end up Passing that right on down I've, to them. I've seen this so many times. Right. I can see it in homeless people that I work with every single week. I see it with clients. I see it with coaching clients. I've seen it with therapy clients a hundred times. You end up in a real shitty spot. Right. But you have the choice to change. Mm -hmm. It makes me think of that quote. And I was actually talking to a, it. a dear friend of mine who is on a sobriety journey, shared this quote today and said, there is no way to happiness. Happiness is the way. Now, why would I say that quote? So I always think of this, like people say, well, I can't, I can't stop drinking. I can't stop doing this. I can't stop whatever. Like all you got to do is stop doing that thing, right? So if I'm riding a bike and I go, Seth, I can't stop riding this bike and I'm pedaling and pedaling. I just can't stop. One mm -hmm. day I'll stop. I wish I could stop. What's the answer? Stop. And get off the bike, right? The However. answer is actually stop. No, hold on. Don't however me. The, ans the answer is actually stop doing it. Mm -hmm. The answer is like self-awareness, waking up to your own proclivities, your own desires, your own false thinking, your own muddied thinking, mm. waking up to that and getting off of the bicycle. There is no extra community or there's no extra confusion. There's no extra complication there other than the fact that you think it's harder than it is. Right? Right. So, okay. I don't want to text my ex. Get a new phone with a different number. Solve that one. Is that fun? No. Does it solve your problem? Yeah. Don't give your ex your number for your new phone. Does it solve that problem? Yeah. 
This shit is easier than you think it is. You're complicating it because you don't want to undo it. And I think that that's the hardest. That, to me, makes mm -hmm. me the most irritated when people are like, yeah, but you don't know how complicated it mm -hmm. is that I want to drink or I want to go have sex with this person or I want to whatever. Yes, I do. I know how complicated it is to have conflicting feelings. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I've lived. I know how complicated it is, but I also know that it's black or white. You do it or you don't do it. Mm -hmm. And when you try to think that gray is going to work, you're going to do it. So gray equals you'll do the bad thing. Black or white equals I'm going to choose either do it or don't. And then I'm fully responsible and fully accountable for what, what I choose, mm -hmm. right? So yes, no, maybe is gray. So if you think, oh, well, I can text, whatever, and maybe we'll always turn into yes. So we are not interested in that. Right. The easiest person to lie to is yourself. And the most damaging person to lie to is also yourself. Mm, that's good. Right? Preach. No, I'm serious. Like you think, oh, it's just me. I'll just let this thing go one time. Then it turns into a thousand times. And then like the negative self-talk and the mm -hmm. self-deprecation and just the spiral that you can go down when you're lying to yourself. If you don't trust yourself, mm -hmm. you can't escape yourself. Yeah. If you don't trust that person, if you don't like that person, Mm. then you're in trouble. I want to comment on that because Joyce Meyer, my favorite, always says, wherever you go, there you are. That's not her quote. She says it all the time, though. She's like, if you don't like yourself, you're screwed. She doesn't say that. <laughs> if you don't like yourself, you fucking screwed. <laughs> she definitely doesn't quote say that. By Joyce Meyer. I love her so much. Um, but why I'm saying that is that that's one of the reasons. So people, I think, often look at me and go, man, you're so strong at whatever. Like, you make good choices all the time. I fucking think about it all the time. I make choices on purpose. I have conflicting thoughts all the time, but I know who I want to be a year from now, a week from now, 10 years from now, 25 years from now. And I'm choosing that person every single time. I have seen you have conflicting thoughts. Tell me all about it. I have done things maybe that have hurt your feelings, not like major things or like I see you disappointed sometimes, like especially when I had to travel a lot, like the East Coast and Alaska and stuff like that. I saw you struggling with that. The old you would have turned it into a shit show. I was good at that. I'm good at shit shows. You were. Mm -hmm. We all are. Hello. No, I'm really good at them. You are really. because I'm skilled. You're like I'm a, an eight. You're like a trifecta. You're kind of crazy. You're super smart. And you're like a pit bull. I'm an eight. I like, I'm a, I like seven hardcore wing eight. Like, right. let's fucking go. <laughs> like, and you don't care. I don't. Right, so so you know when, that when it's you're real. The, on the bad side of that, oh, it's first the of worst. all, it's not good for you, no. and it's not good for me. It's either. not good for our children. It's, it's not, not good, good for, for anything. However, I have seen you literally. I'm I'm like, and I'm super proud of you too. Good job of that. Yeah, tell me now. <laughs> Keep on. <laughs> what button do I want to push for sound effects? There's, it's muted. Don't even push one. And <laughs> we know to hear. Then we go. Anyway, oh, I've seen you do the mental gymnastics in a good way, mm -hmm. like go through it and go through it. And you kind of like go off and do your own thing. I'm like, I know exactly what she's doing. Thank God that she's doing that. How can I support? How can I, whatever, right? And when he says go off and do my own thing, it, it's not me yelling at him. It's well, not me Well, you usually go get Ben him. and Jerry's and you go to Target and spend $500, but that's fine. That I'm is just kidding. She doesn't. joke, okay? I don't, <laughs> you don't do that. I'm just kidding. I, d I actually want you to clarify that because I think people oh, don't some know people do. what right. you think I mean. Okay, sorry. She goes... And thinks about stuff. I don't know exactly what you think about, but I know you're probably journaling. You're listening to like 
Actually, you're doing self-interventions like the cards that you created. Like mm-hmm. I know that you have go-to books, that you have go-to podcasts. Where the hell, how the hell do you think she got there? Was it like, oh, well, I can just kind of wing it when I'm feeling pissed and weird? No, it's like, oh, this is the, the, the black or white thing I can do. I'm choosing to do this thing because I know what happens if I don't. It turns into a shit show. I yell at Seth. I this and that and feel disconnected. And then if you really like show out, you might be like, ugh, that doesn't feel good internally, right? right? Look at this, completely unprepared. My little cards are right here that he's talking about. I took these little like old timey photo things and literally made myself cue cards or reminder cards. mm -hmm. So she wrote down a feeling, right? Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I'm feeling... I don't know, disconnected, hurt feelings, whatever, whatever, right? And then the flip side of that is how do I get out of that, right? Mm -hmm. I know myself. I know things and cues that I can do to get myself rolling down this positive train. It's like CBT stuff, right? But Cognitive behavioral therapy. Yes, sorry. Cognitive behavioral therapy. It's like, okay, behavior change with this clear intervention. Mm -hmm. Do this. It will change. I'm going to sh- I'm gonna read these to you because I think that this lady could really benefit from this. So this one for me, I titled this little one. Uh, I just write change your focus on the front of it. And on one side of these, I mean, I did all of these a little tiny three by five cards. I cut them in half and made them fit into this little picture holder. And one of them says, and this is about you. It says, why can't you just do it my way? This why can't thought. this mm-hmm. be easier? That's the thought that I would have when Seth wants to buy a different car than I want or clean the house differently or organize it differently or whatever. My thought is, why can't you just do it my way? That would be easier. And then on the backside of this same little tiny card, it says, read the book. Stop doing that shit. Uh, Who is that? Gary John Bishop? No. Yeah. Stop doing that shit by Gary John Bishop. Inner Engineering by Sadhguru. Judgment Detox by Gabby, Gabby Bernstein. Or I Am Enough by Marissa Peer. So those are four books that I can read if I feel like, why can't you just do what I want? Mm-hmm. And then below that, it says, you are not the only human with wants, feelings, and desires. And then in all caps, grow up. I wrote this to myself. These are things to myself, pages of little books. And I used to carry them around in my pocket. If you want to be as kick-ass and badass as I am, you got to do this kind of work. And people don't teach this anywhere. Nope. I didn't learn this somewhere. I just went, how the fuck do I figure out how to grow the way I want to grow? Oh, I got to do it myself. Right. Got to kick my own ass every time I feel like whining about stuff or being a baby. However, you also had help. We went to counseling, mm-hmm. right? You hooked up with a woman. Ain't no counselor tell me to do this. No, though. no counseling did. But for some healing parts, right? We have done an ass load of work yes. from couples therapy to individual therapy to freaking hypnotherapy to, uh, I've done EMDR, I've done, um, uh, can't think of the other kind, and obviously we've done Hypnotherapy, coaching. did you already say that? Yeah, I said hypnotherapy, and also coaching, and we get Audible subscriptions, we buy a thousand books a year or whatever. We spend like, so much money on improving ourselves, it is like the number one thing that right. we spend money on. So if you think for one fucking second, they were like, oh, they're just tooting their own horn, then... You can think shit. You can seriously think that because the right people will go, oh, wait a minute. Maybe that's what I should do. Right. Right. You think there was a time in our life when we didn't know this stuff? Of course there was. Right. And we're like, oh, the cost, the price of your new life is your old one. Mm hmm. Oh, guess what? We were having bad sex. Oh, guess what? Melanie was a hella bitch and I was a douchebag. Oh, Melanie's okay. a hella bitch. <laughs> it's a rap song. It is. 
Uh, we were those things, right? We were, and now we're not. Why? Because we write cards like really this. Really hard. Re read a zillion books. We don't waste our time on stupid stuff. Maybe listen to a podcast. Buy some growth mindset books. Maybe listen get to a, a podcast or 900. Go to coaching. Go do master classes. Join a freaking mastermind. We have all the resources that you need. Mm -hmm. It's not like you have to go somewhere because there's a, a bunch of us out there. You can go to some other mastermind. Oh, let me stop you. can you. do another coaching. There well, ain't a bunch of us out there. I'll tell you what. Okay. We are super special. We are. <laughs> I will say that we are. Anyway. Uh, but if you need accountability, join women's group coaching. We'll kick your ass. Yeah, women's group coaching. Uh, your husband could be supported in the Badass Husband Mastermind. Yep, yep. Big time. And don't think that you're the only one in this group going through stuff like this. You're not. You're not. Right. So go to anatomyofus.com. You can click on the women's group coaching tab or mm -hmm. the Badass Husband Mastermind tab. Or if you, you can... really want to fuck shit up and get serious, <laughs> do coaching with us. And you get, you get this podcast... <laughs> in your face every week. Twice a week. <laughs> with an action plan just for you. Except it's for you. So that is definitely anatomyofus.com forward slash coaching yeah. if you're serious. One thing I wanted to say, I'm going to go back to the therapist hat on this, is, okay, I know addiction, addiction language, personally and professionally... In a bunch of different ways. And I know what it feels like to go, okay, you said you're not going to drink. Don't drink today. Just don't do it. Just drive by the store. Don't get a beer. Don't do this. Don't do that. I know how that feels. And I've asked the same question that you're asking. Why can I just stop? I don't even want to drink right now. But guess what? <coughs> Crack me. Glug, glug, glug. Right? I'm serious. I'm not joking with uh -huh. people. I know what it feels like. So... Sometimes the feeling of like getting a buzz or drunk and just checking out is way easier to deal with kids. Not sometimes, or almost every time. It's well, a thousand times easier. Well, every you every think time. think it's a thousand times easier. But you know, like the, some of the biggest arguments that we've had, not about drinking, like Seth, you got to stop drinking. No, it's the asshole that I was yeah, when the, I was drinking. It's how you change. Right? And, and I want to say this too, if you're listening, like I've been. I mean, we could talk about this for a long time. There's lots to say here, but I've been on the other end of this watching my husband hide drinking from me. I mean, like, what the fuck do I do with that? And not wanting to tear him limb to limb because I would love to do that mm -hmm. if we were in those states because he becomes an asshole. He yells at our kid. Then our kid gets mad at me. Then we get into a fight. I mean, it's the domino effect that is from hell, mm -hmm. right? And the, again, I want to cast a vision. I don't want you to think of your life as... Uh, you know, there's tons of different, like there's Bible verses about this, like the road to hell is wide and it's easy to walk on, but the road to heaven is narrow and the whatever, like there's all sorts of things like that. Like you choose the path you walk on. Life does not choose it for you, right? There are things that happen that make it challenging, but every day, every step you take is a choice that you make. And I want you to imagine what those two roads look like. Compare them side by side. You keep fucking around with dudes. You keep texting guys. You keep whatever. How many more affairs are you going to have in the next decade? Ask yourself, what are you going to look like? How are you going to feel? You're going to be on drugs. You're going to be single. You're going to have kids. You're going to be divorced. What's that going to look like? Sit down with that and think about it deeply. What do you want it to look like? Now, nope. Now we're going to go on the second path. So we did our our bullshit path, right? We're not. We're, we're gonna. We're gonna actually sit in that shit and think about what's that going to be like. How am I going to feel? Am I going to be mm. proud of myself? Am I going to like who I am? No. If I have kids, are they going to like who I am? Now we're going to paint another path. We're going to paint a completely different path to health and wellness. And this path is really hard work. It's, it's making cards like this. It's going to therapy. It's spending 
thousands of dollars and thousands of hours on your healing, personal growth, personal development, all of that stuff. But what does it look like? You want to know what it looks like for us? Yeah. Oh, we go to the Bahamas at two days notice because we fucking can. Why? We worked really hard on ourselves, on our finances, on our family, on all of it. Well, what does it look like on a more of a daily basis? Well, I, I want to cast that big of a picture. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing on a daily basis. We function unbelievably healthy. We're going to LA for some fun. And I don't we know. We got invited to go to LA because we do a good job, not for right. fun. We got invited because we work hard. Well, yeah, okay, but we're and gonna, we're but good we're at what have, we do. We're gonna have fun when we're there. We're taking our and kids. And we get to take yeah. our kids, right? But on the like very kind of micro, not the macro level of Bahamas or LA or stuff like that. Last night, what did we do with the kids right before they went to bed? Well, two things. Karate. That I, want to I don't know. know what we do. So. Uh, one, I got that funny app. Oh, yeah. It's like a charades game, heads right? Heads up? Yeah, heads up. On, on your phone. On the phone, right? And we were present and got to play, and the kids loved it, and then we prayed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that even getting to that point was a given? Uh-uh. Do you think that it we is just taking for granted? Do you think we fall off of the marriage log, mm-hmm. you know, and go, oh, well, let's have connecting well, time with the kids. that was easy. Right? Sometimes that happens. But if you really want that to be your normal, you got to, geez, you got to work on that stuff. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. Like Britney Spears says, you have to work, bitch. She says that? (laughs) You got to work, bitch. You want a hot buddy? You want a Maserati? Oh, Oh, that one's good. (laughs) Yeah, I love that song. (laughs) Nothing. You got to work, bitch. should play. Get a clip of that, Reva. (laughs) That'd be so awesome. Um, But, okay. Actually, we're saying all this stuff because it's what... We needed to hear yeah. when we were being idiots. Oh, yeah. It's what you need to hear, right? A therapist will never go, well, this is exactly what you need to do. And this is exactly what you need to hear. Yeah, I don't care if it hurts your feelings. That's not how therapists roll. Yeah. A lot of therapists. I know that when I was a full-time therapist, I really didn't roll that way. Unless I had a really You're long relationship. To. Yeah. Well, Sorry. yeah. But a coach is like, all right, day one. What the hell are you doing? That clearly doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Let's help you get to where you want to work, right? We're telling you this because we care enough about you to change your marriage, to change, first of all, change yourself, to change your own perspective about yourself. If these words help you go to bed and not feel guilty mm-hmm. and shame and shit mm-hmm. and feel like shit at night and help, and help you get closer to loving to yourself of who you truly are, hey, we did our job. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, th- I think that this goes for <clears throat> like all the episodes that we've talked about in April is for fools, like all of these episodes about infidelity and cheating and whatever. At the end of the day, feeling good about who you are and not having stepped out of the boundaries of the promise that you made to your spouse and not having, you know, like screwed your kids over because you went and had an affair or whatever that looks like, feeling good about the choices that you make and about how you showed up feels better than any high any buzz, anything that you can do. And there's no hangover. Any orgasm. Right. I mean, it. I, I can't describe enough to you how fucking awesome it feels to know at the end of the day, I did everything I could and I'm really proud of myself. I feel that at the end of the day. I work really hard for what we have for this show, for our clients. I work harder than anyone else I know. I work harder than Seth. <laughs> Not really, but sort of. Um, and yeah. there really is no better feeling than knowing, 
I showed up for myself today. Oh, and I showed up for my kids and my husband and my parents and my sister and my in-laws and my friends and my cousins and my whatever. Like you show up. Nothing feels better than that. Mm -hmm. We are designed for that. And there is a way to do that. And I, I don't know, you like we're talking about the Bible and I don't know if Jesus said this. I think he did. Uh, but it, it's the idea of like, and this is just like anything. Other wise people have said this too. The, uh, you'll hear stuff like this and go, oh, man, that would be really nice. But it is so hard to do that. A lot of people will hear this, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Feel inspired. And go, oh, my gosh, that's so rad. And then they will quickly lose sight because it will be too hard and you'll poof out, right? We've all poofed out on something. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But then how bad does that feel? Because your, your dad says, you know, um, sometimes you see or hear things that you can't unsee and you can't unhear them. Maybe this is something that you can't unhear, right? But the worst feeling in the world is seeing something or hearing something, agreeing with it, knowing it would taste and feel and smell and be so amazing, and then going, that's too hard. Mm -hmm. I'm giving up. And never right? even And, and the yeah. give up isn't just like, Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. I give up. It is slow. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it for a day, not. Do it for two days, not. Do it for two weeks, not. That's the thing about 75 hard mm -hmm. is 75 days of the same thing every day, mm -hmm. right? And you go, oh, shit. I've experienced this for 75 days. I know how it feels. There's no way in hell that I'm ever going back. And it's mm -hmm. not like I do 75 hard, you know, for 365 days or whatnot. Right. But I know how the... That feeling, you go to bed at the end of the day thinking, man, mm -hmm. I'm, so I feel great, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I don't know. Like to taste that mm -hmm. and then to not taste that, I'd rather, it's like, again, Ed Milet talks about it every day. It's like being hungry for it. Like, okay, I, had, I have a great, juicy, delicious steak in front of me, mm -hmm. right? Filet. I mean, it's expensive. All the stuff is there. It's great, it's right? Cool. You take one bite of it and go, mm. oh my. That just melts in my mouth, right? What do you do? You go, all right, I'm good. I'm done. And leave the whole steak there with one bite taken out of no. it? No. What do you do? You eat the whole thing. You go back for more, right? Because you have tasted it. You've seen it. You've smelt it. You've experienced it. And then you go, I have to have more of this. Mm -hmm. This compared to this, okay, this thing is awesome. It's really hard, but oh my goodness, it is so worth it. Right. Well, it's, let it's me like, say something though. You keep, I mean, you just said this thing, it's really hard. We are meant to do hard things, right? Being addicted to drugs is not a hard thing. I mean, it is a hard thing, but it's not a hard thing. We need to work as hard as possible towards our wellness goals and the dreams that we want to have in life because we're designed to do that. And when we don't, hmm. we feel like shit. So then we want to drink beer or we want to shoot up or we want to look at porn for the 9,000th time. We're designed to work really hard. Work really hard towards things that make you feel really great. Not not quick fixes, not a high, not none of that stuff. That stuff doesn't make you feel great in the long term. Work really hard towards things that make you feel really great in the long term. Things that will benefit your children, your marriage, the future self of you, you when you're 85. Work hard towards those things. It will pay off. You will reap the benefit of that. Mm -hmm. You will reap the reward or whatever the words are. Anyway. Wake up, woman. You got this. You do have this. I we love that you sent this question in. Yeah, we wouldn't say all this stuff to be like, oh, okay, you were saying all this stuff. We know that you can't do it. We're just, you know, yeah. this is going to make you feel worse. 
No. You can do it. You can do it. So if anything resonated with you, which I hope it did, we have mm-hmm. to put like 18,000 explicit warnings on this show, I know. by the way, which I don't care. It's fine. Uh, email us. If you have any questions, hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. Let's talk about coaching. People talk about coaching. I'm like, hey, call me. Call me right away. Mm-hmm. You or, Oh, I got I got 10 minutes. Call me right away. Mm-hmm. And uh, because if you want to do something, Tony Robbins takes, talks about taking massive action. If we think about it, we're going to think our way out of yeah, it. We're going to justify it. If I think, hey, I said I wasn't going to drink beer for 75 days, but I don't know. I guess I can. Well, it's the weekend it and my there. friends are at Applebee's. It's my birthday kind of thing. I mean, oh. Okay. Yeah. That was just one time. It's cool. Right. If you think about it too long, you'll talk yourself out of it, right? Hello at anatomymarriage.com. Go there right now. No more CTAs because I think we've talked a lot about this, but I want you to get the help you need. Mm-hmm. You can do it. I, I, I don't know you. I don't even know your name, but I literally believe in you because I've seen it with coaching Ow. clients. I've seen it with therapy clients. I've seen it myself. I've seen it in Melanie and what we're building. So you actually can do it. Thank you so much. You got this. You do got this. So, all right. Air all right, five. Air Woo! five. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Anatomy of Us. This podcast is produced by my mom, Melanie Studley, and hosted by my dad, Seth Studley. Our show is edited and published by our producer, Reva Hansen, from Creative Media Support. Special thanks to our Patreon members that get an extra episode every week. Thanks for watching. Love you. Bye. Bye.